Welcome to See the World Differently. Come explore and discover the world around you. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on another edition of our podcast, See the World Differently. As I promised in our last podcast with us, uh, we were going to have one of our featured yachts on with the call, and we're very lucky to have Yessi, one of the owners of Sequoia, who runs Coral Triangle Safaris out of Indonesia. Um, she's been very kind, and we're speaking to her in an airport on the other side of the world. So, Yessi, thank you so much for joining us. Hi. Hi. Um, so, yeah, you're welcome. Yes, thank you. And we've spoken quite a bit over the past few months as we've gotten to know you guys um, and the yacht. And I'm sure some of our followers have seen our pictures on social media. Your pictures are beautiful. Um, different posts that we've had up and articles we've ran. But I thought today it'd be nice to give everyone just a little bit of an inside scoop. So, for our listeners, I was just wondering if you could share a little bit of background on Sequoia, her build process for you guys, and what led you to want to build your own yacht and then ultimately charter her out in Indonesia. Both Kevin and I, we love diving. We love to explore remote corners uh, of the earth, and in particular, we like, you know, ocean. So, you know, when we had holiday before, you know, we had to charter the boat, and then we couldn't find the right boat for us because, you know, because it's only Kevin and I, and normally we travel uh, only two of uh, us uh, with, you know, close friends. So that would be like, you know, four to six of, of us. And there are a lot of uh, high-end boats in Indonesia. Uh, however, you know, you know, they had like five or six. And then uh, we just, and the other thing, like we couldn't find any boat that's offering, you know, remote uh, luxury then you know for a small family or small group so we decided to you know to to build sequoia to build a boat that can uh, cater the market that that would present us you know small family or small group Mm. and it is very unique i think not only in indonesia but Mm -hmm. around the world it's very hard to find like you say if you just want something very intimate you know i imagine a honeymoon would be amazing on something like that you you don't have to worry about other guests or anything it's just you two or or your kids or you know your close friends yeah yeah exactly so you know we believe like you know when you charter the boat it's completely different when you charter a villa or a hotel right you know Mm. because you're always in the same place all the time you know you're seeing you know your guests you're seeing your your peer and to be able to charter a medium-sized boat where it's only you and, you know, your your friend or your loved one, it's, it's, it's a real beauty. So you don't have to share with, you know, any, you know, any person that you have never met before. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. So intimacy is uh, the, the core, uh, what we are offering. Yeah, right. Is the intimate experience and not... Yes, yeah. yeah, and when you built her, I know you did a little bit, like she's up to all the standards. You made sure to follow the most current information about how to build a yacht. You wanted to use American workers, but also local. So can you tell us a little bit about how long it took to build Sequoia? To build Sequoia? The process of building Sequoia was long. You know, we didn't expect it would take us, you know, three and a half years Almost right. four years, including preparation uh, of building Sequoia, and but it has been a rewarding experience for both Kevin and I, and you know our our carpenters and you know engineering team. So there were fifteen of us, including our carpenters, and then you know we worked every day, you know, um, 
we only start on the big day, you know, like uh, like Christmas or um, any other, you know, religious holiday. And, you know, morning until, you know, sunrise from to sunset. Mm. And it has been rewarding because uh, during this process, you know, uh, we met a lot of incredible people, uh, a lot of talented, you know, local uh, carpenters who can, who who are able to uh, create something that we dream of, you know, beautiful boats, uh, are simple, um, easy to easy to maintain, easy to manage, and hopefully that we hope that this boat. Um, it's gonna last uh, like sequoia. It's gonna last for the next generation. Hmm. So that's that's our hope. That's the reason why we give uh, this boat name sequoia. We hope it's going to be um, uh, one of a kind boat. It's gonna be heirloom boat that oh, will pass okay. to the next generation. Okay. Yeah, you know because as you know, like it's it, you know to our longest uh, our keel is sev- uh, our keel is seventeen year long and it took. Uh, Almost 100 years, you know, for to to I don't know what to grow into 100 um, into sev- 17 meters, like what 60 65 feet long for the keel. Right. Yeah. So we hope when we cut the tree, um, the tree was pretty much 100 years old. We hope that this boat is gonna last at least the life of the tree. So oh, we okay. hope it's gonna last at least 100 years old. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a great yes. little tidbit about yeah. the boat. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, okay. and the other thing, uh, and the other thing, I don't think any other boat um, use silicon bronze in the construction. So, okay. so you know, like uh, uh, Sequoia is a, ca- a carpal planking boat. You know, like you you curve the boat following the the, the curve. Right. And most of people only use galvanized uh, boat. Okay. We no, we don't. We choose. To use, you know, the highest material, which is uh, silicon bronze that we order, custom order in uh, United States, and okay. we ship everything. Yeah, including our engine, you know, uh, everything in the boat except wood from United States. Wow. So, by doing so, um, we hope that you know this fastener, silicon bronze, um, you know, is going to glue the boat very well, so it can last very well. Because yeah. what happens is, you know, we do, if you don't have a good fastener, but a fastener is going to uh, rust. Yeah, we'll wear and, away and, before. You know, and, yes, and, uh, exactly. And as you know, I mean, that's on U.S. Coast Guard, because we, we build this boat, you know, based on U.S. Coast Guard standards. You know, it's suggested to use, uh, you know, um, silicon uh, bronze base for a fastener. So, you know, we invest a lot on, you know, fastener because we know that this boat is going to last. Yeah, and using of, the you know, most construction point of view. Yeah, yeah. the cutting the edge most technology. The uh, fastener you can get. Yes. Yeah, and is it? Um, you touched a little bit before about how you know you guys traveled a lot together as a couple, and I know we've spoken before about you know ski holidays and stuff. But what is it that keeps you returning to Indonesia? Then I mean, I know there's thousands of islands, so there's no shortage of things to discover. But what is it that you both love about that region? For Indonesia, mm-hmm. okay. Um, if you think about, you know, Indonesia is really understated. You know, most of people, you know, always asking us, like, where is in, especially me, like, you know, where you're from? I'm from Indonesia. Where is Indonesia? Is it near Thailand? Is it near Philippines? Is it uh, in, you know, Africa? No, it's not. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's the most 
it is an archipelago of 17,000 islands. It consists of, you know, many famous islands, uh, you know, in the world. You know, as you know, everybody knows Sumatra with Sumatra and Thai tigers. Everybody knows, every, you know, I think most of people know, uh, you know, Borneo with, you know, Orang Utan and, of course, Bali and Jaffa uh, and Sulawesi and Papua. And then, you know, now Sumba, Flores, all those islands made Indonesia home. And that's what people, you know, uh, completely misunderstand about Indonesia. It's so diverse. It's so big. It's like it's like it's exploring United States from East Coast to West Coast. It's so much to see. It's the same here. So, you know, since, um, you know, 90% of uh, the country consists of uh, water, it's the best, the best way to, you know, enjoy Yes. The beauty of Indonesia is by boat. Yeah, yeah, yes. to make the most use of that. Yes. And it is hard, like you say, to pick to pick one place yeah, out of I, so many. Yeah, you cannot, you know, you cannot because the transportation, it's so, the logistics and transportation are so limited. And now you can pretty much fly anywhere in Indonesia, but still you need boats, you know, if you want to enjoy the most pristine dive spot, if you want to enjoy, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, exotic volcano in the middle of ocean. If you want to enjoy, you know, the best beach in the world, then you have to, you have to, you know, utilize a boat to be able to reach the destination. Right. And then I think we are very fortunate, you know, uh, you know, owning and operating Sequoia. So, you know, we can see, we can explore um, Indonesia and then we can share it with our guests, you know, our kept uh, secret. Yeah. And is there... I've just said how hard it is to choose one, but can you pick one of your top places to visit in Indonesia, like somewhere that maybe you've gone to multiple times and you never get bored of visiting it? Um, I think it depends on what do you want to see, what do you want to experience. You know, um, I the first time I went to Papua when I was um, 20, 22 years old, so after, you know, um, college. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, after university, um, I went, so I, it was very hard to get there. I still remember that day. It took me days to get there. Wow. Because of the transportation. Yeah. Yeah. And when I learned my, yeah, when I learned my feet, you know, in, in Papua, the central Papua, the then at Hawaii, and I did, you know, like a one month trekking. Oh, okay. And I said, you know, this, yeah, this is the place that, this is the place, you know, I know I'm coming back here for more. And and uh, from mountain, you know, uh, we have Jaya Wijaya in Indonesia. That's that's um, the highest uh, mountain in in in, in uh, Asia. It has a snow uh, on top. You know, it's tropical. We are in the equator, right? But yeah. There's snow on top. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's considered one of the seven summits of the world. A lot of people do not know that. Okay. Yeah. From there, and I. And I traveled to uh, Waigil, Raja Ampat, and, you know, I just let my heart in Papua, and I said to myself, um, one day I'm coming back, back here with Sequoia, and actually I did, you know, oh, Kevin you and I did, we came back, yeah, we came back uh, a year ago, like, you know, like, uh, last November, to Raja Ampat with our own boat, you know, that's, uh, it's, uh, so Papua, you know, in Papua, it's so big, it's, so there are so many places that you can explore. You know, one trip, one safari will be, will not be enough. So you you can keep returning after year, and you will find a completely different experience from Chandrawasi Bay, Rajampat, now 
like tomorrow, I'm going to be in Kaimana exploring Southern Bay. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Papua is, 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 is the place. That's I think yours. It's the, it's the last paradise. I think it's the last paradise in the world. I mean, you cannot find a second Papua in this in this world. There's only one, you know, a marine paradise, and it's, it's Papua. Yeah, I can just hear it in your voice too. It makes me want to go. You know, if somebody that has that much experience yeah. in a region loves it so much, it's contagious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you know, as 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 you you know you know um, nothing lasts forever. We we you know. We don't know how how bad is going to be the impact of global warming, you know, to to the pristine um, ocean of Papua, you know, and uh, of our population is going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, our plastic garbage, our you know pollution, our deforestation, uh, and you know, so many so many uh, factors are going to affect you know the beauty of you know, this region. Yeah. And I think it's time for us to see it now while we can. And of course, at the same time, you know, you know, when we sail there, take only, you know, memories and photos and, you know, leave nothing. Like, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's our motto, you know, like, yeah. That's big on your list right now. I know we've spoken a bit before about your efforts to curb, you know, plastic usage on board and, and lower your carbon footprint, which I think is amazing. And I think yes. it's a trailblazer in, in terms of this industry where, the, unfortunately, there still is a lot of waste. Yeah, um, you know, um, if you want to, you know, like l- lower lower emission means more money. On, uh, but we, we do invest on, you know, technology because we believe, you know, like less, Less uh, carbon fuel is good for environment and it's also good for your operating cost. Right. So that's why we chose John Deere, you know, American brand. Yeah. Very reliable engine. Yeah. Uh, on Sequoia, because you because we know it's safe and we know it's the lowest marine uh, engine you can get in the world. Okay, great. So yeah, it's really something that you followed through the build and now while you're chartering this commitment to green. Yes. Yeah. And um, do you have one? I know I've just tried to ask you one favorite location, but do you have a favorite memory on board? Like maybe a moment that you haven't been able to have in any other type of vacation because you were sailing on a yacht? Mm -hmm. Was it the Um, ease of getting somewhere or maybe it was seeing certain wildlife or, you know, just like you say, the access? Okay. Um, I think to be able to, as, as like, you know, your company, your consistent, right? Like, what I always, uh, you know, explain, like, you know, when you, when you have a boat or you charter a boat, it, it's yours. So, you know, it's a boat that you can move, unlike resort. So, when you like it, you can stay. If you don't like it, you can, you can go. That's the beauty. And, you know, today, you know, you are in Island A, and the next day, if not, you can find another island that, that you like. I mean, that's that's the beauty. But to be able to do that, of course, you have to charter a longer period because your time, like you know, you still have you, you can adjust your you know your 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 destination. But if it's a short holiday, like you know, only less than one week uh, chartering the boat, and then it's it's kind of hard to adjust uh, you know the schedule. Yeah. 
But uh, uh, I think a freedom, a freedom to to do anything at your at, at your comfort and to choose any island or destination that you like. You know, yeah. and uh, come in. Um, yeah, come, yeah. I like that's, that the freedom. You know, if you could sum it up in one word, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, perfect word. And like you say, a resort, even you might be in your own room. So you have that intimacy, but you also can't move. So if you've done all the excursions or you're bored by the third day, you can't really do much yeah. else. Yeah. And you can change it when you're on a boat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing I think, because we, you know, we only have two plus one room. So, you know, our maximum guests is six, and most of the time we only have, you know, four up to five. You know, it's really nice when, you know, you don't share with a lot of people in the one boat or in the one beach or in one destination. True. Um, you know, yeah, like we, we were in Nisal two weeks ago, and it was only four of us diving, you know, like, uh, and then we were surrounded by, you know, Formanta, so like each of us you know had one month for us so yeah you know, in, in the bigger boat you cannot do that you know because you will see 20 divers you know including guys underwater uh the feeling i think the feeling that you are special or you are the first one coming to the place um it's not as strong as when you are traveling in a small group yeah and i mean if you compare it even to we're saying larger super yachts but then the next stage is like a cruise and that's i mean there's so many people on a cruise you know if you're getting off at a dock there's nothing special about that i think there's just so many of you swarming so yes. like you say you know the first ones to enter a place that's a pretty special feeling yeah it's just a special because you know you're it's it's, it's not just it's only you you know being in that place uh that special yeah. And it actually kind of leads in nicely, as you say, the Manta, because the last episode of the podcast we did, we, um, Todd and I spoke a little bit about our favorite uh, wildlife experiences on charters or on land that we've had personally. And you obviously get quite a few. You've got Komodo, you've got the diving, you've got the birds in Indonesia. Is there um, yes. one experience that really stands out to you about you getting up close with the animals? Was it diving or um, um, animal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I I think you know manta. You 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 can see manta. You know in Maldives. You can see manta in in Caribbean. You can see manta in Thailand. Okay. But there is one animal that you can only see in Papua, which is both wobbling shark, the carpet shark. Oh, a carpet shark. Yes. Okay. Have you have you ever seen it? I don't think so. I think I saw a reef shark when I was there. What does a carpet shark look like? Is it more of a flat shark. one or it's, it's it's round and flat. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll have to look it up. Yes, uh yeah, and then he's he's it's it's called Wobego. It's an endemic species to uh uh West Papua. So you can see Wobego shark in Raja Ampat. There are, okay. point, there are a lot of them in central of Raja Ampat, Ranwagio, and Gamareya. Okay. You know, you can, you can even see them snorkeling. And, um, and you can also see another, uh, another kind of Wobegong shark in uh, Kaimana. It's also endemic to Kaimana. So each, uh, each uh, part of Papua has its own, even each part of Papua has its own Wobegong. Really? So it's round. 
Okay. Yeah, and the color, it's, uh, it's, it's not your typical shark. When you think about, you know, so tell me, when you think about shark, what do you think? Like, uh, you think the big fin and jaws and a great white, maybe? Even the smaller ones sort of have no, the fins okay. stick out. Okay, this is the opposite. The color is like brown with dots. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe you should Google it. You can look at it in our, uh, you know, website. Yeah, yeah, I will and, definitely look you know, it they, they don't swim. They don't. They don't, they don't, they don't, well, they do swim, but they're not swimming like sharks because they're lazy. They sit, you know, on okay. top of table coral okay. or hidden under coral or just in the sand. Um, I mean, it's, it's incredible, you That's know. That's pretty cool, though. I, the, the first, yeah, yeah, the first time I got show, my God, you know, like showing me. And I said, that's not shark. And yeah. he said, that's shark. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then there are another kind of shark. Okay. Um, um, you know, a, a walking shark. A walking it's shark. Because it's walking. Because it's walking. Really? It's not swimming. It's not blue. It's brown with okay. black dots. So does it, it almost blends in with the sand, I guess? Uh, what, what is it? Does it almost like blend into the sand if it's kind of on the bottom of the sea bed no, or it looks it looks like snake but a bit um um uh, awful okay. so it's so it's so different they're they're so different so this is what's really incredible about you know west you know snorkeling uh and diving in west papua there's so much to see that you don't know that they even exist before you know they are they're just incredible you know two thousand uh species of fish Five hundred species of coral. I mean, you cannot you cannot find it in another place. No. And uh, and y- y- yes, you know, every time every time you snorkel in Papua, if you have a, a a good boat who can show you, you know, you will say wow, and then that that memory will, will will last forever. Yeah, and that kind of that's what we were saying in that last episode was it's often those experiences that people take home too, right? Is that the unexpected yes. wildlife experiences that just because you are so close to yes. them and it's so accessible. Yeah. And then you can see it in another place only, only in Papua. Yeah. And is there, yes. so I know the season is sort of winding down um, for you guys over there, but is there any place that you're going to be exploring in the next season or next year that you're really excited about that you want to share with everyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you know, we are going to open a new route next year. Okay. In Bhutan. Bhutan is in, naturally, this, uh, uh, we are going to explore Bhutan area three weeks from now. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's, um, if you ever heard about Wakatobi, it's near Wakatobi in, uh, South Sulawesi. Okay. Uh, but it's really unexplored because, um, there is no regular flight going there. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's very historical, you know. Uh, it has like military base back then. What was uh, wreck? What was to uh, airplane wreck? And you know, like lighthouse where you can dive. You know, near the lighthouse, it's just it's incredible. Okay. And it's uh, famous. It's it's not famous yet. It's really not famous, but yeah. it's uh, it's going to be one of the best uh, mug diving in the world. You know. Yeah. So get um, there before after, everyone else. After the land base. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody, yeah, it's it's different. It's not about coral. It's not about uh, 
it's not about you know a pelagic. Uh, it's all about macro, all the little uh, life that you know really um, are different. Oh, like and the microorganisms. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's, it's called. They call it macro. It means because people use macro lens to capture them. Oh, okay. That's why they say the macro diving. Oh, In I fact, see. You, you are looking at little micro, micro item like tiny, they're tiny. so small. Yeah. Tiny, yeah. Okay. You know, charger, speedboat back then. There, because there was no, you know, boats operating there. Right. And it was just, it was just different, you know, because once you are a diver, um, you always want to see, you know, something different. After seeing coral, you know, beautiful coral in Rajasthan, but you want to see pelagic, and you go to Banda Sea. After that, you want to see, you know, uh, a macro. And then you go to another destination, yeah, uh, like Lembe or Alor. But this one, it's it's different because it's combination between historical and you know macro uh, micro life. Yeah. So how do people get there currently? Would they have to fly into a, a some like an airport nearby and then take a boat across? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so nobody's operating there now. Okay. And no boat operating there now. There's no reason as well, but you can. Uh, uh, but yeah, guests can fly from uh, Jakarta, Makassar, and then take uh, to Bhutan, and then we'll, you know, we'll pick them up uh, in the port. You know, it, it's uh, it's easier now with the new flight, uh, new, with the new airport. Right. Yeah, that will definitely help. But like you say, it'd be great to get in there yes. before everyone else is, right? <laughs> get in while it's still yes. kind of quiet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, I'll be watching um, all of your photos and everything. I just wanted to share with everyone where they can find you guys. So you're most active on Instagram. Uh, and that is yeah. Sequoia underscore yacht. S-E-Q-U-O-I-A underscore yacht. And they also have a website, yes. which is CoralTriangleSafaris.com. So just so people can find you afterward and look at all your photos and follow you guys. Um, and thank you so much again, Yessie, for spending time with us today. Thanks for tuning in to See the World Differently. Until next time, keep daydreaming.